welcome back to Try Not to Die. I'm your DM, your dismal milieu, no Prito, and I'm here with our lone hero. Lisa Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola. Formerly emancipated, frequently teleported. Hey! We made quite a little tri- a trip around the world in 80 <laughs> minutes, didn't we? Just a, a pit stop or Just two or three. Just a little three stop. <laughs> um, well, gang, I don't want to delay any longer. This is one of the last recaps of this arc. Probably not the end. Probably not ending this episode, given how we fucking usually do things. But very <laughs> soon, I promise. I swear. Um, so gather around. Everyone, put a hand on the crystal. Let me just casually take us to a nice, safe place for us to. Whoa! Let's recap. Last time, Gorgonzola, Kala, Mozzarella, Roquefort, and Stilton. <laughs> Is this a charcuterie platter or an adventuring squad. party? Am I right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you all use the power of the conjuration shard to teleport throughout the realm. By the way, thoughts on a name for this shard? Maybe let's think about it. Come on, the things yeah, a shard. Yeah, honestly, we should start... is, the conjuration shard is kind of clunky. We should start calling it something. Anyways, that's not for me to decide. Despite being two mages with a solid vision of Everholm, the group <laughs> thrice teleported to the wrong location. First, they appeared hundreds of miles north, closer to the tip of the continent known as Ender's Helm. Spotting frost giants heading south, Gorgonzola realized that the giant queen stoned must have gotten in contact with their leader, calling them to aid the First Might in their coming invasion of Ivarom. When spotted, the party quickly used the shard once more to escape as icy boulders began to rain down. Next, they found themselves in the middle of a nighttime market, halfway across the globe in the Duchy of Lukstadt. After submitting to the guards, the party decided that they didn't have time to go through the elvish legal system, choosing instead to <laughs> bash their way out back to their items to escape via shard once more. I hope they didn't get like my last name or anything, so that's good. Yeah, I, I hope we won't be on like my permanent record if I try to cross the border to Panatolia <laughs> one day. Um, it, did you? Um, is your name Gorgonzola Parma? You, there's a warrant out for you in the Bay of Plenty. Did you know oh, about this? Oh no. We get that a lot. I'm Gorgonzola Romano. Okay, okay. Well, finally, our heroes teleported to the base of a massive white staircase leading up to a monastery city that Mozzarella identified as Glaciel, a town settled in the ruins of an ancient order of arcane monks loyal to Mistra. All of them and their ancient knowledge vanished during the maldiction thousands of years ago, and though it had supposedly been settled about 1,000 years ago, the group found it eerily quiet. Walking through the town, there was evidence that its residents happened to be there relatively recently, but no one was there to speak to about what was going on, only unsettling giggles on the wind. Even stranger, the people they did end up <laughs> seeing appeared for only a few seconds before aging rapidly and disappearing. Robo Raggy! You're so <laughs> sus right now. I'm gonna start yelling in a second. We're gonna redo the levels. <laughs> yep, we did have a level check and we've established <laughs> sus volume and then excited volume! <laughs> Pushing deeper, they found a massive tree and a statue of Mistra, the former containing sap that healed the wounds they sustained from failed teleportation. After inspecting the cloister, the party found a door, solving a familiar puzzle to find a staircase spiraling deep into the ground. After walking for a bit, the party came across a vast space filled with colossal barrels and walls stocked with bottles. However, 
Before they could inspect any bruise, they were confronted by a drow Eladrin woman who scolded them for opening the door as they could have, quote, let them in, revealing that others were hiding down here from something. As if on cue, giggles began to echo through the space as the will-o'-wisps in hiding came into view. And that is where we are right now. Uh Uh-oh. You stand at the bottom of these stairs, before you a vast space wholly dedicated to these gargantuan barrel-like constructs, almost pillars that nearly reach the ceiling, forming these tall aisles. You also again see these crisscrossing hatchstone walls storing thousands upon thousands of bottles. You turn, this drow legend pointing over you and your shoulder as flickering into existence are a number of will-o'-wisps, high above, out of reach, having invisibly followed you down the spiral staircase. You hear the sound of frightened people hiding amongst here as their leader calls out, Everyone take cover! Let's roll initiative. My bad. Super my bad on this one, guys. I, we didn't know. Come on. Mom, it's a, just say my bad. Why? why, why they are cut. <laughs> they are coming for us. They believe they're fucking with us. Um, two. Wow. You are going to go at the same time as this drow ladrin and okay. the guards you see that are now coming coming forward to protect the various citizens hiding throughout this space. Um, we get kind of sidetracked because I put a hand on her elbow and go, seriously, my bad. I clearly <laughs> fucked up here. I should, should definitely close the door. Why? Take, take your sword out. We have sword. What are you doing? Oh, it's out. <laughs> 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 All right, at initiative 20, with a nat 20 for initiative, Kala is oh, actually first. Oh, fuck him up, girl. Hell yeah. She looks to you. She's clearly afraid, but does not want to admit it. Are we leaving or are we fighting? I could just sprint us right back to the top and we could be out of here in no time. Or we could use that shard. I think simultaneous killing slash leaving. <sighs> Fine. If we need to run, you may ride upon my back. <laughs> just a huge blast of cold at the four willows that have kind of appeared above her and seem to be charging up their electrical blasts. They all have to roll deck saves, okay? Holy shit. They have a lot of decks. Um, uh, <laughs> All of them pass. No. It's insane. I've never. Do they take half dammies? Um, correct. They do take half okay, dammies. Okay, thank God. Um, so they do take, so it's 48. Okay. That's 19, half to eight. Okay. That's not nothing, Kala. Not nothing. Oh, how are they so fast? I hate this fucking place. They look cold now, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're cheeky. <laughs> I like this even less. Uh, anything we should know here, guys? Uh, at this point, you call that over, but these people are scrambling. <laughs> they're screaming. Okay. Um, uh, okay, so that is going to be her turn at initiative seven. Gang, <laughs> it wasn't a good roll. Um, is your mother. Okay. Your mother looks to you, weary but wild eyes. Big first mother-daughter day, huh? What? Huh? <laughs> as I'm whipping my sword out. You see, as the lights begin to light up around you guys, she grimaces. They're fast. Looks like we'll have to be fast, too. She pulls out a small root and begins to mutter some arcane words, casting haste on you. While she's maintaining this, you have a plus two to your AC. Ooh. 
you have advantage on your deck saves, which Whoa. may not really come into play here, but just in case something I'll do a flip happen. or something. Yeah, in case you want to do some flips. <laughs> um, you're, you also get an additional action on your turns, but that can only be used Whoa. to take one weapon attack, dash, disengage, hide, or object interaction. No you can do a spell that is an action, but you can't do, if you cast a spell, you can't do two. Um, so you have essentially one minute, and then you're going to have to take a round off as, like, the lethargy hits you. Right. You literally, your mom, like, puts a hand on your shoulder and goes, let's go. Uh, okay. Maybe informed <laughs> consent for that one, mom. I'm so, so, oh, my God. That is, I am so sorry. She uses her bonus action to apologize um, and no. posts a full apology on Twitter. Um, initiative four is the Will-O-Wisps. Giggles echoing throughout the space as dozens of these spirits flicker into view and begin to spill into the space. Some sweep over the masses like a tide coming in, flaring brighter as they emit crackles of electricity, some people falling immediately, others left smoking as the willows swoop in to suck their life force. A large portion of them, however, fly past, floating up and around the various large barrels and taps. They begin to like spread out and some of them even go over to like the gla- the bottles and the walls and you see very similar to what they've done to what you've seen them do to humanoids, they begin to like kind of draw this energy, this wisps of like this strange sparkling energy from them as well. It's the spirits of Somalies. <laughs> that may be true actually. They are truly some of the evilest spirits out there. They're it's- tasting! <laughs> Hey, say some for the rest of us, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> bolts arc out from these creatures as they pass by. Um, some of them are like shattering bottles. Um, some of them are, again, just re- wreaking havoc on these people. And you see that four have begun to swarm around each of you. You and your mother essentially have eight around you. Kala has those four that she's dealing with. And your familiars are kind of crowded with you. So I'm saying for the sake of um, me having to handle combat, they are just on your turns. Let's see, they're gonna roll four attacks on you. Okay. Natural 16 plus their bonus. My shield would be a 23. Okay. But um, I do not have a lot of spell slots left, so I don't know how many shieldings I'm gonna be doing. Okay, well, what we got a 23, a 24, one definitely misses, and then an 18. Uh, okay, I'll take the three hits. Okay, you take all three hits. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm pretty full on hit points. That's true. That's true. 35 damage. Um, As you are literally, it's like you turn around, you're having this dialogue with these people. And as you turn around, there's just three orbs of light. (laughs) (laughs) Bolts of electricity, just point blank. (laughs) Um, You, uh, Home Alone style, we see your skeleton briefly as they uh, light you up with this electricity. That is going to be their action feels bad i'm gonna shield those from now on <laughs> this is they are they don't have a strong bonus to hit but if they hit they they go hard you see as these ones that you're with just in an unsettling way kind of pass through you and begin oh. to like circle around you they're not leaving your space of engagement but they are essentially just like you, revolving yeah around. they're like taunting you they're revolving around you and you know you see your mother Cut it out. the same thing knock it off <laughs> never stop <laughs> I'm, I'm smacking them a little <laughs> pa, 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 pa. Uh, all right i'm just rolling the attacks on your mother now who is getting attacked by four uh, no also my mom is fucked up right now right um, she still has pretty good HP thanks to you guys dipping into that sap, right. that sappy sauce. But 
She is seriously down the number of spell slots, and she has disadvantage on all ability checks. Okay. But only one of those is actually going to hit her, and they deal seven damage. Okay. One of them, you just see, she's like, hey, come on, come on. Looks at one and gives that kind of look that only a mother can give, and you see this light somehow shows fear. You somehow know that they're like, don't zap my mom. Don't stop uh, someone's mom. I am going to fucking kill you now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that is those guys' turns. Last ones on Kala here. Only a few hits. A 19 damage to Kala. Everyone is getting a little hurt. You watch as we move down the initiative towards you, this strange Drow Eladrin leader, and her elven guards. This Drow Eladrin and her guards are scrambling to take defensive positions, trying to shield the innocents you see that are hiding amongst the barrels as these willowists swarm around them. The warriors are firing bolts and stabbing with pikes, but you can see that these spirits are partially intangible, so whatever damage they're taking, they're definitely not taking the full brunt of it. Right. Um, and that also brings me to think of Kala, who had dealt cold damage. She actually dealt slightly less uh, damage uh. than we might thought. So you notice that they are clearly struggling and though they are definitely keeping the focus on protecting the innocents, you hear that leader call out, defend the fur, they cannot be allowed to steal its power. And as she does, she's drawing two scimitars and you see that she's like trying to fend off one in front of her. It is now your turn. I'm still in Roquefort, go help them. <gasps> I'll send them off to kind of join the circle of guards and essentially just create more like barrier between the Willowists getting to the innocent people. Okay, I will make a note of that for the sake of the battle mechanic I have going on in the Excellent. background. Yeah, hopefully they can help those people out a little. Definitely. And you see, still in, I mean, is like whirlwind style trying to fuck with them in the air, like get in their face and disrupt their patterns while Roke 4 is helping those who might like stumble as they're running away, helping them up and like kind of standing in front of those who need someone to hide behind. I start slashing at Will-O-Wisps as I call up my shoulder. What's the deal with the juice, Sky? <laughs> um, you see, as you begin to swipe, the drow Aladrin calls out, Just protect it! Not a lot of time to tell you. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, go ahead and make your swings. Mm, okay. Uh, I wish that I could cast some kind of thunder wave or something, but I don't want to hurt my mother or Kala, so I uh, start swinging the tusk wildly at Will-O-Wisps. Okay, take your shot. Okay. 27. That'll hit. And second one, two will be, this is so fun to do now, a 31. That hits. <laughs> yes, this, the sword, as you swing it, the tusk looks a little different, somehow brighter, and does it look a little serrated on the blade? Secretly thinking it um, might be my mom just making shit sick. <laughs> 34 damage together for those two hits. You swing straight through one, bisecting it, and you see it dissipates its soul released as the rest of it cuts into the next. Um, you have fully killed one of the ones that are that is harrying you, um, and you've dealt a little damage to the one next to it. Okay, and I still have a bonus action and another action, And right? another action, correct. I will bonus action second wind Ooh, yep. and get back some of that. Can I use my action to try and, like, 
slam my body into Kala and just push her right out of this ring of battle that we have going on here right now. Like, kind of, like, get her, like, get between her and the Will-O-Wisps a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, she also didn't use her movement, so I she'll, she'll make a little room for you as you kind of, like, push her back and get in front of her. You're trying to kind of draw the attention of I wanna, the ones on her. Yeah, absorb the attacks that are going on her right okay. now. Like, basically, like... I'm like swinging with the tusk and just like body slam check her kind of out <laughs> whoa, of the circle. Whoa. I thought we were on the same team. Watch yourself, Kala. Give me a, give me an intimidation check. Just to kind of, you're drawing the attention of these creatures. Yeah. Seeing how many can pull to attack you. I have plus four to these now. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that feels good to hear. <laughs> I'm a getting, I'm getting pretty built. I'm getting pretty like, built. I've definitely been eating a little bit less because, like, I don't have the dining hall anymore, and so I'm starting to get those, like, really toned, wiry muscles. <laughs> You're getting very, very wiry. Well, it's still a 10. 10. I'll say I mostly that... look confused. Kala, <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? What's... Did you fall? Are you no, all right? I just... <laughs> um, this is I'll a crazy say... <laughs> situation, okay? <laughs> I'll say that one of the ones that was on Kala will now go on to you. Okay. So you take one away from the four that were attacking you, and then you take on one of Kala's. That is your turn. Back to the top of the round, initiative 20. Kala is... Um, I'll roll to see if she gets her breath weapon back. She does not. She is going to lunge and try and leap up and bite one of the lights. I will eat you. That's a natural 19. She is going to hit. I don't know if I'd eat it, Kala. I'm going to eat it. 10 damage um, on one of the ones that was in front of her. It's looking hurt as she falls to the ground. I got it. I ate it. And then it just like floats through the top of her head. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that felt awful. Ooh. Oh, wow. Um, that squicks me out for some reason. <laughs> I mean, it's the idea of something passing through me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no thanks. Uh, at initiative seven, it is your mother once again. Mozzarella looks at you, sees that haste is still being cast on you. Ah, uh, she You see, she's like trying to focus. Your mom looks exhausted and she's like looking at her hands, patting everything, thinking of trying to cast spells. I, I, I forgot so many of my spells. Ah. Uh, um, That's she, okay, Mom. She is going Why to. Why don't you use the rod? Pull out the rod. Presses button one on top of the rod, and you see it, it bursts into a flaming rapier. Sick. Oh, okay. I can get used to this. You look good. Matches the hair. <sighs> Grazie. Um, she <laughs> is going to activate her. Sola practices that. <laughs> Grazie. 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 Uh, no, you know what? She's not going to activate her blade song because she can't. That's a bonus action. She is going to launch into two attacks. First one, no good. Okay, that's um an 18 to hit. Your mother tries to pierce into one of these will but it's just a little too fast and flops out of her um, reach. These things are fucking ridiculous. How yeah, I mean, they're pretty transparent. This, we should have never, I'm, I'm such an idiot. Um, what? That Mom, no. is her turn. Um, now it is going to be the elven guards. With the help of the familiars, you see that they are holding their own. But you guess that just by sheer number here, they are clearly outmatched. Now it is going to be... I didn't do my Will-O-Wisp attack. Will-O-Wisps on guard. Um, four attacks on you. Including Kala's. Um, counting Kala's. All miss except for the nat 20. 
I try to shield and shield in the wrong direction as I get <laughs> concerned about my mom talking down about herself. Yeah, I think that like as you go to raise the shield, you hear your mother say that and you look and you feel one of them <laughs> shock you for a total of 24 damage. Okay. That is going to be their attacks on you, four on your mother, natural 19. Up next one, fail, fail, fail. Oh my God, only one hit on her, eight damage. Then three, only three on Kala, because okay. you took Should one Should my mom roll constitution saving throw? You're correct, I'll have her roll that save right now. And she rolled a 19. Excellent. Yay! Good job, mom. You got this, mom. I can do this. That is going to be... Um, Six bell, I'm learning that one. <laughs> Oh, we can we can practice it together, maybe. It's gonna be good for college. <laughs> um, only one hit on Kala, thankfully, and that is only thirteen damage on Kala. It is now your turn. Once again, calling back. What is the what has the Drow leader been doing? Is she just helping the guards, or is she fighting? She's fighting the Willowists near her right okay. now. Yeah, so she's currently taking on these two, and I'll, I mean, obviously, Willowists are kind of incorporeal so it's hard mm-hmm. to tell if they're taking like any a lot of damage right. but she's you've seen her do some pretty solid swings she seems pretty capable okay do you have an exit strategy here close the door if we can close the door then may, uh, draw their attention uh, you she's in a full panic right now but you can okay. tell that her priority is protect what's in here in both the citizens and the liquor and it seems that maybe she thinks that like if you guys don't close the door, the tide They'll might keep, keep coming, coming in. Right. Kala, that sounds like a job for you next turn. <laughs> Looks at you, holds a paw up with what? How? What are you talking about? <laughs> what kind of door is it? You remember? Does it have a doorknob? <laughs> you, um, as you, you're saying that, and she goes, you just have to take the energy you gave and take it back. Oh, right. It was magical door. My back color. My back color. It's okay. Just look at me. I wish I could do fucking anything with my hands. The one thing you bipeds have. Uh, okay. Wanting to keep swinging, but realizing probably that this is like a incoming tide situation i will disengage and try to make it to the door close on my turn okay so it will definitely not be able to be closed on your turn but you do not only have that disengage to get out of the mix but that's your bonus that's like your extra action you still have your full action and bonus action i glance back over my shoulder how does my mom look like physically give me a medicine check okay 13 your mom looks exhausted but If we were, like, looking at her injuries, she is holding herself pretty well. She seems like she would be able to, assuming that you close the door in time, maybe with some help, keep these people from dying and keep herself from dying. She's got the Sola. I use my action to dash up the steps. Okay. You move a full, essentially, 60 feet as you fully start hurling yourselves up the steps. It did take you a little bit to get to the top, but you think that maybe with haste, with that extra, like, action economy, you could make it back up there. We will see, though. Okay. That is top of the round. What do you think? Do you think Kala should come with you, or do you think... No. Call it. Look after my mom. You got it. Um, I'm going to roll to see if she gets her breath weapon back. She doesn't. She's just going to start attacking the ones that are near your mother. Okay. You see, very, very sick. Your mother with a flaming rapier behind her, Kala, like, 
icy steaming off, fire and ice. They begin to face off against Set. the like eight different Willowists that are surrounding them. Um, your mother goes, go, shut the door. We'll hold them off. I'm on it. Um, that is going to be her turn. She is going to just, you know, use her rapier. She's starting to fight them. She unfortunately uh, misses. She swinging wildly with this rapier. It is now going to be new weapon. The I'm getting used to this. The, I, the, you know, the tusk was what I used to hold, and that was a little bigger. You want it? No, honestly, I don't think if, I don't think I would do well holding that. <laughs> um, it is going to be the Willowis turn. You see that four begin to start coming towards you. Not the not the ones that were engaged in combat, yeah. but some that are flying, like that were flying above, kind of turn right. back. With the distance that they had gone into the room, cannot attack you on this turn. But, but they're coming after you. But me. they come after you. And they essentially, in this full turn, like you begin to hear <laughs> giggles as they are like right behind you. What's so funny? <laughs> Why so serious? We love the Joker. Uh, <laughs> I knew as soon as I said why so funny that you were going to make it a joke or a joke. <laughs> he was my favorite. Um, oh, you guys have incel energy. <laughs> um, okay, it is your turn again. This encounter now shifts slightly because you have used essentially two rounds or rather three rounds. You have seven rounds left on haste. You can devote all of your energy to using that additional action to dash and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You can, if there's any other ways you want to boost your speed, you definitely could do that as well. But essentially now this has become a chase encounter to see if you can get to the door fast enough. I'll just dash twice. Okay. That is 90 feet in your turn. It's essentially like you have, what's it called? Yes. It's like mechanically speaking, because you're going to move 60 in a turn and then you got that bonus action. So you charge up the stairs seconds ticking by giggles echoing (laughs) off the walls around you step by step you charge up by the time you get to the top and haste ends you feel your body insane quad all of its energy yeah you're just just heavy panting stretching mom throw me the post-workout for my bag echoes (laughs) all the way down the stairwell Um, I think your bag is on your back, honey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> as you pat for that, you suddenly hear <laughs> as these catch up to you and you are isolated and surrounded by four fully healthy Will-O-Wisps. You see the door in front of you fully open. I'll redescribe the door from the outside. When you were unlocking it, it was essentially eight crystals around an eight-pointed star crystal. Mm-hmm. You filled them up with magic. <laughs> this door opened yes. and that crystal which is essentially split in half to right. open is still glowing okay. it's fully glowing give me give me give me now uh just because of the nature of haste and initiative it is going to be the will-o'-wisp's turn it's just the nature of things guys the nature it's got nothing to do with noah <laughs> i'm i'm not at fault here folks <laughs> just because of how it works it's um, just all gonna roll damage on you the game i'm not trying <laughs> i don't want to do this but that's a 21 that will hit but you can shield and then literally all of the other attacks miss they are mm. so close, but they do not hit. No, I will take those damages. Okay, you take a meager 
nine damage as bolts of lightning begin to rack your body, sparking off you. You kind of use the tusk like a lightning rod to like, <laughs> like pull some of that lightning in, um, only a bit of it zapping you. Redirecting um, it into my bad shoulder when I know all the tissues already dead. <laughs> It literally that one's fucked for life it's so bad now hey mom <laughs> am i still on your health insurance do you have health insurance i don't but if 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 they're offering a service i believe it's until you're 26 oh mom you gotta have health insurance where was i going to get the health insurance <laughs> i was in a demi plane <laughs> um that is um their qualified demi plane plans <laughs> sponsored by Marfins. um <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> he has insurance too. Um, it is unethical. <laughs> now your turn. How high up above me is it? It's like just out of reach. Like I think that maybe on your tippy toes you'd be fine, or with, yeah. with your sword maybe you'd be okay. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I point the tusk and I just kind of wave and go. Um, I'd like to close the door, please. You watch as the door begins to flare with light. I need you to give me a check using your spellcasting modifier. Um, the reason being that normally this door is actually opened by several people who give the magic individually and absorb it back individually. Essentially, you donate a spell slot, you get it back. Right. You're taking in eight spell slots worth of energy all at once. Including my mom's. Including your mom's. So some of it's yours, some of it's your mom's. You got it. You're going to, it's good. a good thing if you successfully pass this check. <laughs> Let's see what happens. All right. Rolling the nighttime shard dice that Ashley got me for this magical moment. 19. It was a DC 18 to pass. With the eight crystals that were lit with light, the center crystal flashes as the energy surges down the tusk. You take no damage as opposed to what essentially would have been a number of D6 per the spells in there. And now you have regained eight spell slots. Whoa. Now you can divvy that up. Levels. As, it's as levels. So, so like a three, third level is three points. Yes, exactly. This surge of energy. Give me an arcana or insight check. You know it's going to be an arcana. <laughs> I'm a teen. I'm not insightful. Natural 20. Holy shit. I'm okay. magically insightful. You are indeed magically insightful. And I'll say with that good of a roll, you, you detect two things. One I was intentionally going to tell you, and the other, which you know, but Zola doesn't. The tusk has indeed gotten stronger. Mm-hmm. It definitely has unlocked something as you have continued to accrue um, power and experience. Something has changed, not just the blade itself, but the magic within it. And then on top of that, the thing that this check was actually for, mm-hmm. you see that these Willowis seem excited by that amount of magic. And with a natural 20, you suddenly put together that they have been desperately trying to get into this chamber to do what you saw, steal whatever magic is being stored down here. And so they seem to be attracted to high levels of magic. Mm -hmm. That is, wow, Uh, what a fucking, holy shit. Um, (laughs) That's your turn. They do get four attacks on you before you get to go again. That's cocked. My God. 
Guys, I started off so strong and now I'm rolling so badly. How are These the sounds dice. of battle coming from downstairs? Give me a perception check as you easily dodge the bolts that are getting shot down at you. All four of them miss. So close on so many of them. Dirty 20 on the perception check. There is heavy conflict going on, but you at least feel that you have stopped the tide and that the several dozen that are down there are what needs to be dealt with. Okay. Now. So you're not really sure, and I'm going to now roll behind the screen for how it's going. I will roll with advantage because you have put the familiars in harmless way. Kid you not, double 19s on the dies. You hear- Rogue um, Fort is holding shit down. You hear angry moos and my God, that cows! I'm terrified how violent. <laughs> Mamma mia. Who knows what Roquefort's doing? You'll never see. Um, that is um, now your turn. Okay. And these four will-o'-wisps are just kind of around me, flying flying through me. Yeah. They're like zapping and excitedly trying to go around your s- sword weirdly. Um, like like when you're a, a teen or a kid and you uh, take really dangerous leaps downstairs. I knew. I literally <laughs> almost, almost in my head was like, wow, they're not just going to try and throw themselves down the stairs. Seconds later, you're telling me you're doing it. Um, instead of disengaging, <laughs> I am just going to break through the will-o'-wisps and uh, try and dimension door back down to my mom with the shard. Wow. Okay, give me a check with your spellcasting modifier. Um, because of what we because of that nat twenty before, I'll let you have advantage. You're trying to hit a DC fourteen. Okay. That nat twenty from episodes ago, which really <laughs> saving you with the lower levels of conjuration here. Whew. I'm nervous. This could be a bad choice. <laughs> um, oh. sixteen. You successfully cast Dimension Door, pulling the shard out. You stick it forward and turn it almost like it's a doorknob, pulling open a dimensional door that you leap through as these (laughs) swirl around you and you're gone. You (laughs) reappear 500 feet down, basically like right where these stairs are about to end. Hey, mom. What you see is pure carnage. You see that two of these massive barrels have been like broken open and the contents has like spilled out it's it's kind of brandy level viscosity so it's not like gooey like the sap sticking people but you see it is like knee deep for many of these smaller kind of elven folk um that are desperately trying to fight off the remaining willowists that are there um you watch as a number of them however having sucked a lot of energy begin to now float up and back head towards the door which is closed so okay. it's not like they're going to necessarily be able to escape there's probably some sort of enchantment on that door but they seem to have been almost like satisfied by destroying and eating the magic that was in this space so okay. a lot of damage a lot of barrels have been shattered you see a number of elves that are like doing um medical services on many of the people who have fallen that drow eladrin has is like one arm limp unable to hold up the blade as she fights off the other your mom i am going to quickly do something real quick surprisingly not a lot of hits on the amount of attacks that she took during that time 30 damage that your mom took 
honestly, I can't believe I rolled so low. That was like, I didn't roll higher than a four on that D8 that entire time. Good, you deserve it. Yeah, I, I honestly do. I separated you from your mom and I tried to kill her. So um, she is looking hurt, but she is alive. Kala. Kala, don't lick the brandy. <laughs> I don't know if that's fancy. Oh. <laughs> uh, Kala is down. So Kala is unconscious, and you watch as your mother is trying to fend off four willows that are around her, trying to suck their health away. You have re-entered initiative. We are at the top once more. Kala is first, so she rolls a death save. That's a failure. Next is your mother. Your mother doesn't have any healing spells. You see in a panic, she just... It swings out, misses, unfortunately. Natural 20 on that next one. Ooh! Ooh, baby, mama! <laughs> Dispels one of them that was already hurt, dealing the remaining damage to take them down, but there are still three others that are hovering above. It is now the Willowwhiff's turn. Kala has to succeed on a DC 10 constitution saving throw, or she dies as the... <sighs> Spirits begin to try and suck the energy away. Here we go. I will say that since you're running up, it's only gonna be one of them doing this to her. The other two focus their energy on you and your mother. This isn't something I could counterspell. This is a natural effect. First, I'm gonna do the attacks on you and your mother. First one, not a hit. Next one on your mother, not a hit thanks to her blade song, which she activated while you were gone. Nice. That is a 13 on her con save. Kala, still alive, though you watch as it almost looks like her fur is getting like brittle as like this life energy is being sucked out of her. Now it is your turn. Heroism on Kala, so she gets five hit points back. Okay, she's five temp HP. Hey Kala, we gotta make it to your pack, remember? <sighs> Thank you. And you see the drow Lajan goes, did you do it? Yeah, door closed. Top of the round, Kala makes an attack on one. That is, um... Wow, Kala, back up and at him. I'm so hungry! <laughs> <laughs> that is going to hit. There we go, Kala. Will-O-West thought, thought she was dead and got too close. Hee hee hee! Why so cool? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't take a lot of damage from that, unfortunately. Ain't that the way. Now it is going to be, once again, the Willow's turn. Um, one of them is going to attack Kala, natural 19. That She is still up with one temporary hit point. Nice. That was four on the damage. Incredible. She'll get another five on her next turn. Now it is going to be, um, there were still two others, one on you, that's natural eight. And last one on your mom, that is a 14. None of those hit. It is your turn. I'm just going to, um, swirling around my mom and Kala, make swings on Willow's. Okay, take your shots a 16. That misses. Okay, no worries. Second one is a 28. 28 hits. Okay. 17 damage. You kill the one that was already a little hurt from Kala, um, and your blade just singes into one of the other ones, dealing one damage. Ow! Deal with it. Uh, that is going to be um, 
top of the initiative. Kala gets another five, uh, back to five HP because it doesn't stack. Yeah, so, so she has six now. No, it doesn't stack. She only has five. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, they gain temporary hit points equal, okay, at the start of each of its turn. Okay. Yeah, so basically no matter what, you give them back the full buff okay. of each turn. Got it. But So she does not go down thanks to that. Um, she is at five again. Oh, I feel brave. Hmm, yes, brave. Never fear, Kala. I rolled a six. I can't infringe it. <laughs> um, that is your mother's turn. Your mother's going to make two attacks. Um... Your mother is going to hit on one of those. How are we looking in the fight? Like, are we starting to whittle down these Will-O-Wisps a little bit? A number of them have been defeated. You see that they have clearly wreaked some havoc, but thanks to the fact that the majority of them were kind of centering their attention on the alcohol here, Mm -hmm. and second were the actual people, like, you know, they've been able to slowly whittle away as you've done the work. So there's only a few left, and you think that if you can take out these they might be able to take out the others. On that hit, your mother deals a good 13 damage. Nice, nice. That one's looking pretty hurt. I still got it. After your mother's turn, Will-O-Wisps, attack! It's a natural one on you. (laughs) Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Um, But it's a dirty 20 on Kala. Um, And it's going to deal... Five damage exactly. Kala goes down. Okay. She should be okay if you can hold concentration, but just in case, um, it is now your turn. What would you like to do? There are two that are right kind of still harrying you and your mother and Kala. Um, There are, of course, others throughout the room. If you were like, I want to start splitting off, I think my mom could take this, but you can also try and finish these ones off and see how it plays out. All right. Going to keep helping my mom swinging at Will-O-Wisps. Both far over 20. You both hit... 37 damage. (laughs) With one swing, you cut through the remaining two Willowists that have been harrying your group, severing them in half, and with their last breath, (laughs) they dissipate. Wasn't that fun. Within a few moments, the rest of the Willowists begin to (laughs) disappear, or are cut down by the rest of the guards still there. After a moment, silence once again takes the room. I hit my knees right away and start attending to Kala, knowing that after a minute that she is going to go back down. She gets that five hit points the next time her turn comes back She's around. She's holding it five no matter what, but yeah. give me a medicine check. Um, Mom, a little help? Does anyone have any potions? Rushing over to your aid, kind of helping Kala, like literally this massive head holding it up to you. Just like a cow. Rookfort wandering over. Did you do this for dad at all? Ah, I mean, he took more care of me, and then I was pregnant, so I didn't really have the time. I guess we should focus on this. Farm labor. (laughs) I'm very tired, but I think that I can help. Uh, That one's a 17. You see Kala (sighs) breathes easy. She is stabilized. Um, and after the minute fades and the, the magic of heroism melts away and you see she goes, Oh, I'm actually quite scared. That was very scary. It was really scary. I almost died. Is everyone okay? You call out and you... Still s- in. <laughs> oh! You good. Still in. Uh, looks totally fine. Nice uh, job, pal. Ha <laughs> ha! So Stay happy to see way. you. <laughs> um, hopping on your shoulder. You look out and you see that things... 
very much are not okay. This drow Aladrin begins to motion to the few remaining guards that are there to, um, you see she's speaking in Elvish, you can't understand, but you see she's gesturing to some of the bottles that remain intact. You see the guards run over to them, grab them, and begin to help any of the citizens who are not, like, fully, fully dead. And you see that they're able to start healing a number of them. What? What is this? What is this place? First, who are you? What are you doing here? My name is Zola, and I teleported here on accident. This is my mom, Moza. Yeah, don't talk to my daughter that way. Um, how are we supposed to know what was going on down here? It's okay, Mom. We went through a harrowing battle. I... This is her cow, Roquefort. This is my crow, Stilton. Ah. We're not your enemies, clearly. I'm a very tired wolf named Kala. And this Kala. is Kala. Thank you for the introduction. Kala, I thought that you could maybe speak for yourself. I'm so fucking tired. I appreciate <laughs> it, though. Uh, you see, this drow, Aladrin, looks to you red eyes burning after a moment you see this kind of clearly fear and panic inspired frustration begins to kind of melt away and she <sighs> mercy for helping solve a problem you caused i i appreciate it yeah no sorry again about the door but we really just stumbled here and we're looking for help well i am swell shadowshine Marquis of Glaciel, I apologize for my initial reaction. It has not been an easy few weeks here, and this is... And she looks at the carnage around her, and a lot of the citizens are being able to be revived, but a few have been lost, and countless gallons of whatever this liquid is has been spilled or drained of its ability. Can I try and, like, as she's introducing herself to me, like, uh, press the digitation a little bit of it back together? Does it seem like it wa doesn't want to go back in? As you, like, even just, like, going towards it, you begin to, like, use press digitation and, like, mage hand to kind of scoop a little up to just take a closer look. It looks like murky water now. Oh. It looks like it has completely lost whatever sort of magic it was in it. And it looks like maybe one of the major barrels still is, like, totally unharmed, but everything else has had some sort of damage done to it. Swell, I'm sorry if I caused any damage. What... What is happening to this place right now? We saw people outside. Some sort of time disturbance or... The spirits. magic. <sighs> The city has always been eerie at night. But in the past few weeks, things have been getting worse and worse. Spirits, the, the wisps, they've been appearing along with these specters. People appearing, crying out, begging, aging forwards or backwards before disappearing. First, they seemed harmless. Then they targeted our casters. The wisps killed them in the night. We took shelter here in the Solemnis Sanctorum below the tree to sort of use our magic to lock them out, but... Well... And the people... Do you recognize any of them? Are they your people? The ones appearing? No. I, they wear strange robes, and... I, I've never seen anything like this. We've sent word to Iverholm about our scenario, but... Without a caster, that takes a long time, and I worry they might not have made it. Uh, I seek, well, we seek Everholm. 
is there, please, can I help with your people or the cleanup or, and we can talk. I'm on a little bit of a time crunch, but I want to help. (sighs) Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Natural 20. She looks at you. There's a hardness in her face. The kind of face of, like, this is like you bummed into someone and you spilled their coffee. It's like, this is totally your fault, but ultimately you you bumped into them. You weren't trying to knock the coffee out of their hands. I look at her and I go, <laughs> seriously, my bad on the door thing. How could we have known? Come on. Mom, you're not helping. <laughs> no, please. I'm very good with people. <laughs> Right. That's what I used to think. Well, yes, if you, if you would like to help out, we have a number of wounded still, and I could use your help maybe using the few bottles we have left, assisting them. Okay. She nods, and the two of you begin to move through this soaked space. In an amount of time, you do collect, like, six or so bottles she gets a few as well mm-hmm. um, to help clean up some of the glass yeah you um your mom presses one of the buttons on the rod and turns <laughs> it into like this almost like a broom and starts to help you as you use press to kind of clean literal five squares five feet at a time um and i mean what it's going to take a long time but you think that you are definitely contributing mm-hmm. and as you contribute you see that the various citizens who are not guards who are not this leader who have managed to survive look at you and kind of do that scared nod of someone who thought that maybe you'd be a threat but you're not so they're like yeah merci you know shocked that hi you're able hi to do zola this is my mom i'm trying my mom and i run a road trip I- just stopping through. We will be gone soon, I promise. Uh, <laughs> We're leaving. I don't have a lot. <laughs> She's just offering <laughs> random like components from her pouch. Do you want a licorice root? <laughs> um, and as you do, you see that Swell joins you and goes, This is a tragedy. We have lost so much. What? What is it that that we've lost? What is this tree? Did Is this tree from Mistra? We, you are in the Solemnis Sanctorum, the holiest place within this, the Winter Abbey. It was created when this whole monastery was, by the first elves thousands of years ago. They worshipped Mistra, the goddess of magic. She's Hurt not over. very... Oh, well, that is that is very surprising. Yeah, it is old hat. We know all about Mistra, yes. Yeah, sure, Mistress. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, she... Bless the tree above. She raised it from the ground and she showed my ancestors how to create fur from its sap. Fur? Fur. Fur? You're all saying different (laughs) versions of it. You know what? Just call it magic wine, I guess. Magic tree wine. Okay, sure. MTW. Uh, Yes, so this MTW. I just wanted to put it on record that I was trying. It, you, it is appreciated. I understand. <laughs> she's not your first tongue. I understand. But the sap of this tree is magical. It can heal wounds and potentially even more, but it loses its potency very quickly once it is excreted. Direct consumption can lead to tolerance and potentially even dependence. So they learned how to distill it and create a sort of liqueur out of it named fur. Oh. And... It is 
Oh, you say like a healing potion? Yeah, we we tried the sap out out there. Is that okay? Did we do something really culturally responsible? I, you know, looks at the thousands of shattered bottles. It's pro- it's lower on the list of things you've done today. But can you re- can you replace this? The the methods aren't lost, are they? She looks down. Sadly, they were, they were lost when all those who lived here disappeared. And so then nobody came here for a thousand years, so any sort of remnants that might have been here to help, gone. So, the supply, and she gestures at what remains. When distilled, it has potentially far greater arcane and divine abilities. It can, for some, if they're near death, it can bring them away from it. If they've recently died, it can sometimes be used to bring them back. It has very great power, but we have no way of recreating it. I'm sorry to ask, but it doesn't remove curses, does it? Uh, No. It would maybe cure... And she looks to your mother. Uh, Are you hungover? What is wrong with... What is wrong with her? Sorry Um, to ask. uh, Chief... Arjahan, of the First Might. Her face drops. He placed a curse on my mother. The former Stregoride, and I am the current. I I need your help getting to Everholm. I will carry whatever message you want. I just I need your help. I. We ended up here for a reason. It probably wasn't accidental. You definitely came on purpose. Um, your mom getting that kind of delirious <laughs> sleeplessness at this point. <laughs> um, you see, she ignores your mother and looks to you. I understand. Well, if you must crash here for the evening, you can. I, unfortunately, do not have any casting abilities to help you. All our people are innately gifted with a little bit of magic but I do not I'm not well versed in teleportation or so what uh, are you going to do you're all just going to hide in here from the will-o'-wisps forever from dusk till dawn yes we come down every day we go back out then come in as the sun sets and we'll you do that said that until someone figures it out, I guess. You haven't been able to get the message to Everholm. What about an, another elvish city? No one no one is coming to help? She looks away, her face hardened. I am not on good terms with the Duke of Chilvin. My father is insufferable. I sent word, but again, no word in response. Your father is the Duke of Chilvin. We. Oui. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if we have time to rest here, Mom. Your mother looks to you. We should keep moving. We already caused enough grief for these people. If you have a message, Swell, now's the time. She looks. Tell her something is wrong. Something is deeply wrong with the magic here. Tell her to send help, to send her mages so that maybe they can evacuate. We cannot stay here. Do I know how many people I could move with the conjuration shard? 
Teleport allows you to move up to eight willing creatures. Okay, and there's more people here. There is more than that, but you could attempt to do something bigger. Give me an Arcana check. Okay. I already know. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> you know that you could use this Conjuration Shard to try a larger scale teleportation like when you were in the socket it's going to be hard though it's going to require many people's contributions either magically or in whatever way that they can whether that's helping kind of absorb whatever powerful magic is being used and you also suspect that you would likely create some sort of conjuration corruption here that could result in a shard Mm -hmm. it could result in a tear in the fabric of reality you don't know, but it's you. What you do know is that this shard, as you look into it, gleams with potential, with possibility. What can't it do? I think back to that giant crystal that's lodged in the door. Listen, if you think that your best modus operandi here is to stay locked down here and keep protecting these six bottles of wine then I totally get that that being said if you want to get your people to safety I could maybe hit you a ride she looks at you confused and your mother turns to you and goes are you sure about this? I mean, we can't just leave these people here to get picked off. We could. They're willing. I ignore Kala. <laughs> They're all clearly not, no, Kala, no. willing to die for this wine. If some other dumbass comes down here and opens the door, I mean, what's not to say that the people from Everholm will get the message and then come down here and the same thing will happen and everyone will die? You're right. And if we rescue the whole city of Glaciel, I feel like that might be like just like a point in our pocket when it comes to, you know, political influence. You are getting very, very good at world <laughs> politics, my dear. And she she caresses your face a little bit. Mom, not, not in front of the all right, allies. All right. <laughs> not in, Mom, not in front of the allies. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt, baby. Um, your mom smiles and goes, I will do all I can to help you. Okay. Could I try and, like, if we all gathered around that door, could I try and maybe use this, like, powerful crystal as a sort of, like, focusing component? I think that that might be possible. Okay. I think that mechanically, since this is kind of untreaded territory, and perhaps this mechanic would shift depending on what you're asking to do, you and your mother are both going to be rolling checks using your spell casting modifier. Okay. We are going to take what you guys get and total it. Okay. And if it beats the DC that I have in my mind, you will successfully do this. Okay. And I will say that using that like large conductive crystal, which is in principle what it is, which it seems like, and as you start to think that, maybe that's what so many of the crystals in this world are, just a way to vibrate that energy from magic. You 
think that you probably could use that and that it would give you advantage on said checks. I could maybe like store up some magic and then like use my own and unleash that at the same time. Yeah, because you technically... more than I would normally be able to at the same amount of time. Okay, okay. Then I've, I... I I am cooking up a new mechanic. Okay. <laughs> I same same situation. You're going to be rolling with your mother. I'll say that you you know you're both gonna roll. Um, you giving your spell slots. I'll make that like you're giving you're gonna give eight to fill it up. I assume correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say that's a plus eight to whatever your total roll is here. Okay. You're gonna get, but you will essentially be giving up these spell slots because you will be. I'm not gonna suck them back up. Okay. For sure. So you tell this plan to Swell, who looks at you. Do you really think that it can do that? Looking at the shard. Uh, yeah, it can definitely teleport us. Okay. Leaves out the two Eva home part. (laughs) Give me. Uh, give me a persuasion check. I'll say you can roll with advantage. Okay. It's, you're not lying totally. <laughs> um, I turn to all of these people who are involved in this just as much as Swell is, and I say, I'm not trying to take anyone from their home. M- me and my mother, we have an important message to get to Everholm that has to do with the safety of the elves and the safety of everyone. And I'm not willing to just let you all be collateral. I think that things are going to get a lot worse here before they get better. They're getting worse everywhere. And none of us can run from it. We all have to take it on head first. Go ahead and roll that persuasion check with advantage. Uh, okay, persuasion roll is 13. 13. The crowd begins to murmur amongst themselves mostly talking in Elvish, though you do hear a few speaking in common, kind of, you know, speaking almost to you, being like, how can we leave our home? And then, you know, others being like, what home? Look at this. Um, This is a dungeon, please. This is a dungeon, please. This is not a living. You should not be hiding in your home from dusk to dawn every day, worrying if it's going to be your last night just because you're protecting some bottles of wine. I I look at Swell. No one hears fucking. <laughs> no one's here. No one hears fucking. No one hears fucking. You guys are here from dusk to dawn. I mean, that's got to be putting such a kill on the on the sex life, right? For everyone. Give me an insight check. <laughs> Nine. I forget what my insight is. It's not that big I of a bonus. I think it's plus zero. <laughs> you look at. She goes. Uh, we have bigger things to think about. <laughs> your it's mom, just a quality of life thing. Your mom looks at both of you and goes, all right, uh, so we're redoing this. And Swell looks at her people and goes, we're going to try. If anyone wants to stay, they can. I will return with an home mage that will bring me back. I will not leave you if you wish to stay. And we're going to leave the door locked. Yes, that's that door is not getting opened anymore. Someone just make sure it's closed. You guys all gather around. Um, you do see some are going to stay, but a good chunk of them are going to come with you. And you see that the ones who stay, like um, you see, Swell talks to a few guards that like they're staying, um, and they're gonna stay with like the 
less than a hundred or so people who are right. remaining and going to stay here. Okay. The rest, several hundred people essentially, begin to follow after the this group of like <laughs> absolute this absolute motley crew Kala and you your mother a cow a cow a crow, a crow and then the leader the marquis of Glacial um, leading you everyone up these stairs they all gather around you expectantly waiting for some sort of direction I think what we do is like because I have to stand on my tippy toes. My mom sees me like about to like reach up, but she has like an inch on me and she, <laughs> she touches it. And then I, I touch her hand and then hold the shard and then just invite all of the people to gather around me and then the people to gather around them and put their hands on their shoulders. So that it's like concentric rings of like this huge yeah. mass huddled on the stairway. Yes, you see all of these people, Drow, Winter Ladrin, a few high elves, they all begin to gather and hold hands or place a hand on the shoulder of those in front of. And this intimate group in the middle, you, your mother, Kala, Roquefort, Stilton and Swell, all there, hands touching the crystal. The way this is going to work is, as I said, you guys are going to roll your checks using your spellcasting modifier. Your mom, unfortunately, has to roll with disadvantage. Yes. But you are going to roll flat. And then no matter what, we're going to add both your rolls together. And then we're going to add eight to it. Right. As your mother and you channel in collectively eight spell slots into the door, which glows and does begin to open, but given what you're about to do with the spell shard, you think that it's gonna essentially start opening, you're gonna suck the energy and it's gonna shut again. Okay. So roll your check using your spell casting modifier. I will roll for her, and then we're going to add eight for those spells. Okay, just one roll? Just one roll. I have plus five to this. 16 for me. Okay. Your mother, with disadvantage, rolled a 13. Pretty good, Mom. Pretty good. Okay, I kind of remember how teleport works. If I remember, it's, it's kind of like, and as, as you guys are doing it, so together, 16 and 13 is going to come out to be a 29. Okay. There's already a door here, Mom. Just picture it as a door to somewhere else. You're going to add 8 to it, which puts you... At 37, you begin to channel this powerful energy. The shard glows brighter and brighter. Yellow light spills throughout the space, casting long shadows of the hundreds of people that have gathered on these stairs, all of them touching each other, closing their eyes, and focusing their own magical energy, their innate elven magic, to try and help ensure the impossible becomes possible. And it almost does. What happened here was a DC 40. Mm -hmm. You guys hit a 37. Mm -hmm. That is a vast majority success. Now let's roll a D100. And we are going to determine where people are going to start ending up. Okay. 97. 97. That is, I kid you not, so important probably about as good as it could get right it's about as good as it could get here's the thing uh-huh that thankfully is going to be what happens to essentially 
let me just do some quick math over here. 92%, as that is what 37 over 40 comes down to, 92% of the people here are going to be teleported to Everholm. <sighs> the remaining 8% are going to be sent somewhere else. Oh no. I need you to roll another D100. Okay. God bless those people. <laughs> you might be a part of them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucked up. But I'm uh, pretty funny. 73. <sighs> Rolling high for Lisa. The world spins faster and faster on a scale in which you've never seen before. You, because you're all remaining in contact, it's it's as if the kind of scope of that swirling vortex of color around you expands to fit all of you. As the lights flash, the crystal cracks, and you all <laughs> disappear. 92% of them appear in the streets of Ibrahim. They tumble to the ground, knock over people, they destroy storefronts as people just ca- are essentially tossed from reality into another reality. People do not die, people do get injured, and there is some severe property damage to one of the residential districts of Ibrahim. The final 8%. And this is based on, you rolled above, I believe, above a 73, correct? Yeah, I rolled a 73 or 74. Okay. 73 is Everholm, 2,000 or so feet above the dome. <gasps> you, your mother, Swell, Kala, Roquefort, and Stilton, our full eight, appear up there, along with a slew of other civilians as you all begin to... Plummet from the sky. I need you to roll initiative. Rules as written, you are going to fall 600 feet around, which means you essentially have four to five rounds before you impact on the glittering blue dome that is 2,000 feet below you, which looks like a um, just a little gem in the ground from this height. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty gem. Ah, mamma mia. Oh, why is this always happening to me? <laughs> um, you and approximately 20 to 30 other people are now falling from this height. What do you do? Um, okay. Well, you wanted me to roll initiative, right? Correct. What did you get on initiative? 13. This just is essentially determining rank action for everyone else, like who's acting first. But essentially... You fall that distance, that first 600 feet in the start of your turn. So start of your turn, you now fall 600 feet, all of you screaming and spinning. You see that all of you are kind of within a close distance of each other because you all were trying to teleport together, um, but you're still kind of scattered as you've tumbled through the sky. You are 1,400 feet away from the dome in counting. It is your turn. What would you like to do? I have Featherfall, but saving five of us and allowing many other civilians to splat to their instant death is just not Zola's style. Swell looks out. A number of us have levitate. We will be okay, but there's at least, and she looks out and looks at the spread of this. There's about 10 drow. Drow, one of their innate abilities is they can cast levitate. So 10 of them are fine. It looks like Swell would be fine without the f- feather fall. Roquefort needs it. 
Stilton doesn't need it. Colin needs it. Your mother needs it. And then approximately 15 other people. Oh, but Featherfall's not concentration. So like Interesting. There's and it's no one reaction which you take when you which you take when you or a creature within 60 feet of you falls. So it's like it can I keep casting Featherfall on five people? The, Holy shit. The Did thing you just find a D&D loophole? Okay, the only thing I will say though is that so my speed falls to 60 and so it's like if in that round if those 15 other people or however many people I can't cast it on fall 540 more feet than I do, then how do I cast it on them? It just means that you have to essentially leave you and yours to be the last to round be casting. Last. Okay. That's just what it means. Okay, so, I start casting Featherfall on five people at a time. Holy <laughs> shit, okay, your reaction this first round, you look out and you cast it on five of the 15 or so people. Next round comes by, you again, another five. Um, third round, another five. You see, literally, it's like, it's crazy. You, you begin to watch as groups of people just kind of catch in the air. And sl- it's it's cr- literally like parachutes. You're all just going to go like, like And then. Off the sides <laughs> of the orb. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, you, these groups begin to slow down. The fourth round comes. Not scared of heights, are you, Kala? Oh! <laughs> literally pulling feathers out of a bag as you <laughs> toss one up cast feather ball that's I'm five i'm plucking them out of still in because <laughs> i didn't have time to open my bag in midair sorry sorry i mean you have to hold on to him because with his flying speed he would just totally lose yeah. you guys so you're just plucking feathers as you fall um, i'm falling from still in like a little umbrella <laughs> like his, his wings are out <laughs> final round 400 feet, the dome at this point getting faster and faster, bigger and bigger below you. You see that the other people have kind of been using their featherfall to glide out of the way of the dome, but you, even if you cast it at this point, you're gonna land on this dome. Mm-hmm. Um, you throw out the final feather. Your group, seconds before they tumble on the dome, and you watch as there's a flash of light. The entire city lights up as this dome flares. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. I roll a two and I'm gonna use indomitable. Okay. Come on, shard dice. 15. That is unfortunately a fail. Noah, I've fucking had it with you. It's probably the best dex save I've ever done in my life. I'm sorry, you got- Nothing's ever good enough for you. I apologize. The city has a, you know, an arcade shield. It's gotta be like super high level DC. I, it's a I dispel this shit. <laughs> you can try. You take 39 damage as do your allies as you all. And then immediately as there's a flash of blue light, rocketed off and shot literally like it's like a fly zapper you literally just rocket towards the ground but with feather fall you are not going to crash you guys literally just and then kind of again catch the air and slowly fall (laughs) and by the time you reach the ground everyone else also lands um and you guys are all kind of exhausted in the snow outside of even home as you guys wearily begin to pull yourself from the ground. Is everyone conscious? You see your mom is lying face down in the ground unconscious. Mom, you good? Mom! You rush over. She is unconscious. She's gonna roll a death save. That's a fail. Uh, Swell! Swell rushes over. 
I, I, what do you need? I don't, I don't have any potions. She helps, like, tilt her head up. You um, don't have any of that no. precious wine? All of it was basically ruined. I wasn't carrying any bottles in me. I didn't know we were going to teleport above a city. That's fair. Um, Your mother is just stirring there. A round goes by. I will just try and do a medicine check to stabilize her. Okay, give me a medicine check. Okay. Ten. A uh, ten is just what you need to stabilize okay. someone. She is unconscious at zero hit points, lying in the snow. But you feel her breathe easy in your arms. The swell goes, where is everyone else? Uh... Weirdly, I think that we probably got the worst of that. Are you sure? No. And as you guys are having this discussion, we pull out and you see the city of Iverholm. Visible from a great distance, as you saw yourself from high in the sky, this glittering snow globe-like dome rises from the dense evergreen wilder winter wood around it. Perfect and timeless, positioned atop the tallest hill in the region to look out over the landscape, it is a beacon in the lonely tundra of northern Emeralia. An arcane shield encircles the entire city like a glass casing, protecting the snowflake-inspired settlement from invaders and false allies. Formed from intersecting white stone and bluish pastel crystals, it is otherworldly, alien, Connected obelisk-like structures spread out and through the city, faintly glowing through the snowy air outside. As you take off clean and put back on your glasses, you can now see that the dendrite-like obelisks are covered in buildings built atop and along them, further emphasizing the fractal snowflake-like design of this metropolis. Just inside the dome, there is a stone wall that follows the circle of arcane energy in a hexagonal shape all the way around the city, where elegant spires like icicles pierce upward. You recall from the brief passages you read about the elves in your copy of Ambledorf's Almanac that the city itself was built when the world was young, and its rulers, the dual queens Noel and Giselle Shadowshine, have ruled for half of the settlement's post-Maldiction existence. This kingdom, or queendom as I should say, is more like an empire, spreading across the entire arctic circle of Feyfall in a loose association of sovereign nation-states, each independent and normally isolationist, likely to protect themselves and their way of life. With their long lives and small population, they've chosen to seal themselves off from most of the world, frozen like the land that they live upon. Your mother stirs as you hold her in your arms, swell, looking towards Iverholm. You think that they're in there? Ah, uh, with any luck. If she, not- She looks at you and the look that she's giving you is like a, I will, I'm gonna try and get your ass killed if my people are not safe in there. If not, they're somewhere cold and elfish. She looks at you for a moment, a hard face and goes, Let's go. She nods to her people who begin to rise and gather around her. Kala nudges your mother and helps. I take my parka off and put it over her so I'm chilled and shivering in the wind, but she's warm. As you do, you see that she is already shivering, but the warmth of your jacket does allow her to breathe easy as you and your party begin to walk towards the dirt path that leads to the snow globe city of Iverholm. And that is where we'll end our episode today. <sighs> Honestly, this went kind of how I expected it to go. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? 
We fucking got there, man. I mean, did I think you were going to teleport the whole fucking town? No. <laughs> no. I didn't think that. No. I teleported some of the town. You, uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, let me just, I'll just tell everyone the math here that I did. 37, DC 40. So 37 over 40. I was like, that's 92% of the people. Take that, Moss. It was pretty fucking good. <laughs> you have no idea what you left behind in that fucking temple. <laughs> Who knows what's Who going on there? I'm just begetting conjuration shards everywhere I go. <laughs> or tearing holes in the fabric of the world. <laughs> That's fine. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you especially to our Eldritch patrons. If you would like to become an Eldritch patron, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. And of course, a special thank you to Sword Coast Soundscapes. Michael Gelfie and the honorable freesound.org, <laughs> who I bend the knee to on a Freedom weekly basis. Freedom for the people. Freedom for the people. Credits to who gives you those sounds. Um, do you have any plugs you would like to give, Lise? Yeah. Um, this is coming out the 20th of September, correct? Mm-hmm. So in sometime in like the next week or so, our uh, content search for this month is going to come out. We're Woo! doing a uh, little virtual book club discussion sode for They Came to Slay. Uh, the book that is about queer culture in D&D. You still have time to get it. I ordered it. It comes from uh, Scotland. Scotland yeah. And uh, I ordered it to New York and it came in like three days. It was really it fast. It was so fast. When yeah. you came into my apartment with it, I almost didn't believe that it was here. I was right? like, what could you possibly have to give me? What They're is this? They're killing it on the international shipping. So you can <laughs> get it and it's a it's a pretty um, quick read. It's like a kind of like a little like zine booklet. So yeah. you can, um, it's not too thick of a tome. And even if you don't want to read it, you can just chime in for the discussion. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk to the author a little bit and we're going to, uh, you know, talk about being queer and playing Dungeons and Dragons, which is something that's really important to Noah and I. So yeah. we'd love to have you guys involved in that conversation. Please check out the book. Join the page. Uh, join the page um, to listen to that. Or, I mean, you know. Maybe you'll get to hear it in the future after that. Potentially. But you can participate in it if you get in on the page. Get in on that page. So um, check that out. Um, Of course, check out our socials. Try not to die pod. Try not to die pod. Um, Make sure it's September. A lot of you are back to school. Make sure you're being safe out there. I work for a school, so I I see students all the time now. And I'm like, wow. Cute. Take care of yourselves, guys. Take care of yourselves. School's important, but, you know, breathe and drink water. And to go for walks and get away from it all sometimes. You got this. You got this. All right. Well, until next time, you'll be joining us for... What will be the finale of this Ah! arc? So until then, try not to die. All hail our eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Alana, Emily, Grace, Jacob, James, Jeff, Joey, Kate, Liam, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, Sam, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Branstetter, and producer Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die. 